Welcome to the Debt-Free Canadian Podcast. My name is Rob and my goal is to guide Canadians in a proven process to pay off debt, be intentional with their money, and live with outrageous generosity. Are you ready to tell your money where to go rather than wonder where it all went? All right, let's get started. Hello, hello everybody. For this episode, I'm going to share with you some of the best ways I've found for Canadians in my coaching practice to raise their income and bring in extra money so they can throw it at the debt and become debt-free all that much sooner. So without further ado, here is the best side hustles to get extra income and get out of debt. Number one, the most important way or the best way to get added income in your household is whatever you're doing for your job, almost guaranteed. Because if you have an opportunity to get on, get uh, extra overtime or pick up extra work with your current job, odds are good that's going to be the highest dollar value per hour that you'll be able to get. Not 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 100 of the time, especially if you're working, re, you know, a retail store or something, uh, some something at a lower salary. But there are, uh, if you especially if you're a professional, the best place to look is going to be your work. Uh, now, some people say, no, 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 there is no overtime. There is nothing available. Always ask. Always look into it. I was in a situation where um, there was no chance of doing extra. There was, uh, and, and I just asked, and I got it, and I got extra, and I got extra for years uh, following that at, because of that first time I asked. So it was super, super valuable. Make sure to make sure to ask. Um, next, on top of that, what's the next most important place or the next place you could go? The next place you can go is the st- is is what it comes down to is you're finding a way to meet a need. That's all it is. So I, I've made a post recently about Instacart and how man I am so grateful for Instacart during this COVID time that I don't have to go to Costco. We only ever go to Costco a couple times a year to get a few things, and with with everything going on and Costco having lines and 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 everything with the pandemic, I was like. Would I pay five or 10 bucks to have somebody do that for me? Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent I would. And sure. And, and so I did. And I, I, I discovered that Instacart did Costco delivery in our area. And so I started getting that delivered and I'm so grateful, right? I am so happy that somebody is getting paid to do that because they're meeting my need. I don't have to drive all the way down there. I don't need to wait in line. I don't need to go through all of that struggle just for the sake of the few things I need and somebody's willing to do that. So I'm just so grateful for that. So that kind of thing is what you're looking for. How can I meet a need? So things like that are obvious, right? Skip the dishes, Uber Eats, uh, Instacart. These things are great money makers that if you have the time and you have a vehicle and you're willing to spend that time and energy doing it, it's a great way to go. But outside of those, a couple other things to look for. So my favorite thing and the thing that I really did and I enjoyed the most was uh, flipping. So this is about where you're buying things purposely to, to resell them. So you'd buy something uh, at a thrift store, for instance, and resell it on eBay. Or buy something on Facebook Marketplace and resell it on Kijiji. Or buy something on Kijiji and resell it on Facebook Marketplace. Or buy something on Facebook Marketplace and resell it on eBay. Whatever, Wherever you're buying and reselling, that's the goal. You buy something at a lower cost and sell it at a higher cost. So uh, my, uh, just to give you some real numbers. Oh, and Amazon. I also sell on Amazon. Same thing. Reselling books. Um, some guidelines there. So, uh, I had to come up with a number that I, so I would feel good about eBay. Cause the worst thing is there, you'd buy something at a thrift store for a dollar and you'd sell it on eBay for 10. And that sounds amazing, except it's only 10 bucks. Right. 
Uh, and so I had to come up with some guidelines. Um, for me, what it came down to was this, was if I'm going to sell something on eBay, I've got to buy it and be able, whatever I spend on it, I need to be able to sell it for at least eight times as much plus shipping. Okay, so if I'm going to spend $5 on something, I better get at least 40 bucks for it. When that happens, and that happens very rare, well, not very rarely, but rarely enough, that I can look at an item, I can I can do some Googling on it, do some looking on it, what's it worth, and it's either a heck yes, absolutely I'm doing that because it's more than eight times as much, or it's a no, and I put it back, right? And so what that makes sure is that my house doesn't get filled up, except it's already getting filled up because I haven't been posting enough, but side note. <laughs> All right, so flipping stuff eight times as much on eBay. That's the that's the uh, rule I use there. On Amazon, so if you become an Amazon seller, which is not a not a complicated process to go through, but if you do it, uh, you can download the Amazon seller app. And the nice thing about this is you can literally scan a book's barcode, and that will tell you a whole bunch about it. And the rule of thumb I used for that was that uh, you you had to be a sales rank of under two hundred fifty thousand. So uh, the way sales rank works, it's, it's the it's how popular the item is for sale. And so a low sale rank, a sales rank of number one would be the best selling item on Amazon. Okay, so it has to be a, a sales rank of under two hundred and fifty thousand. That's actually really good, right? Uh, you can get sales rank in the three and four millions, right? And that's those would be the bad ones. But a sales rank of under two hundred fifty thousand, and the ROI after all fees is at least fifty percent on what I'm buying. So. If I buy something for $10, after all fees are done, uh, after all Amazon fees, Amazon fees are pretty substantial. eBay fees, not so much. Amazon fees are huge in comparison. That after all fees are paid, I would if I bought it for 10, I want to get at least 15 for it. And so there I'm willing to expect much less. Like if I was an eBay item I bought for 10, I better sell it for 80, right? So it's a big, big difference. And the reason is because eBay stuff is more of a hassle. It's sitting in your basement. And you're waiting for it to sell. And when it sells, you have to pack it up. You go to the post office. You get, you, you, you have to, you know, do all that stuff to actually ship it off. And then you have to deal with the returns and stuff like that. With Amazon, I do FBA, fulfilled by Amazon. So what that is, is literally, you know, 11 o'clock on a Sunday night, I will take a whole bunch of things I've bought, put them in a box and ship those off to Amazon. Amazon now takes care of everything from that point on. They store them. Wait for them to sell. When they sell, they ship them out to the customer. They deal with returns. They deal with everything. I don't touch it again. It is passive income at that point, right? Uh, except if it doesn't sell, in which case I, I, I end up paying a, paying a storage fee after a while. Uh, and the um, and again, like I said, the fees on Amazon are much much higher than eBay fees. But those are all great great ways to make a side income. Uh, and in fact, this is a big one for a rural communities. If you live in a rural community, be willing to drive a little bit to thrift stores around the place and just, and, and be willing to post stuff on eBay. It's, you can sell stuff on eBay from anywhere. Uh, and especially I know some of the people I follow, um, scavenger life, the scavenger life podcast. <laughs> if you want to uh, hear more about this, uh, take a listen to them and they live out in the, in a rural community where they actually build, built a barn basically to house all their stuff. So if you've got land, if you've got lots of space, it becomes really easy to store a lot of stuff and post it on eBay and wait for it to sell. So that's, that's what they do. All right. So what have we covered? We covered, uh, the best way is a, uh, more work at your, at your primary job. Uh, outside of that, you're looking at flipping. Uh, you're looking at, uh, uh, yeah, th flipping is a great way to go. 
after that, then I start looking at questions about, well, what are you good at? What do you enjoy? What are your hobbies? And my favorite example is crocheting because I had somebody I was working with, one of the members in our membership who was, who shared with me that she liked to crochet. And I said, okay, let me jump on Etsy because that seems like a very Etsy thing to do. I go on Etsy and I look up crocheting and sure enough, there are tons of items on Etsy that somebody created and they're selling for well over a hundred, 150, $200, $300 for something crocheted. I'm not a crocheter, so I don't really get that. And I wouldn't wear any of the things they were suggesting, wouldn't buy any of the things that were there, but they're selling. And that's the point. So if you're somebody that likes crocheting, if you're somebody that's gonna crochet anyway, well, hey, you might as well crochet something that brings in some money, especially if you're in baby step two, especially if you're looking for more ways to throw money at debt, okay? So that's where you start looking at the things you enjoy to do. The the things you would do if nobody nobody paid you for them, right? Uh, maybe you start, maybe if you love playing video games, you start a Twitch channel, right? I know, I know somebody who's making th about 30 bucks a month right now playing Twitch. That's all he does. He, he makes 30 bucks a month playing video games, right? That's an option, right? Start a YouTube channel, start a uh, Facebook page. And this is where we start into moving into starting your own business because that's where you get the real opportunities to make a real uh, difference in your income. If you can start your own business and actually start seeing income come in, especially if you're doing something you love, ah, now things get really, really interesting because if you love it, you're willing to spend time on it. You're willing to spend effort on it. And if you put time and effort into something over time, you will see the results, right? That we are in a sowing and reaping world. That's how it works. And so when you put time and effort into something, you should start seeing results. So, <coughs> wait, excuse me. When you love something, it becomes a lot easier to spend. So that's where you start looking into a side business. All right, that's about it for today's episode of the Debt-Free Canadian Podcast. I hope that brought you some massive value today. If you've got a question about bringing in extra income or side hustles or finding ways to throw more money at the debt, please go ahead and text the word podcast to my community platform text number at 204 81 36 133. Again, that's 204 81 36 133. Text the word podcast and you'll be able to leave a voicemail with your question. You can also leave me a voicemail with your feedback about the show. I'm still working on it. I'd love to improve it. I really want to make it work for you. Of course, if you'd prefer, you can always send me an email with feedback at rob at wepayoffdebt.ca. I'd also be very grateful if you'd rate my podcast on whatever platform you're listening on. It really helps tremendously with keeping the podcast visible so that people who've never heard of it can discover it. But until next time, remember, the best time to start may have been 10 years ago, but the second best time to start is today. You got this.